Welcome to episode 87 of the Good Kraken Show. My name is Devin Stanford, aka Brevin the Dude, and I am joined here today by our favorite little Thai peanut. It's Xander. Hey. How you doing, dude? I'm alright. It's been a morning. Yeah, yeah. You you guys have been having some wild weather over there. Yeah, so they're calling it a blizzard. They're calling it a blizzard. And uh so I was doing some video editing this morning and Mother Nature was not happy with that. <laughs> She's yeah. like, no, not, to, not today. Not today. Not today. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. So uh one corrupted project file later, I'm here sulking oh. in my own sadness. Oh, but you know, I, I you know, I, are you gonna try to like go back and redo it all? Are you gonna oh, try yeah, to start absolutely. it again? I'm 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 gonna be I'm gonna More power to have you, to dude. knock that out. <laughs> I got it, I gotta do it, I gotta do it. <clears throat> And that other soothing voice there is none other than our vermilion beard, Garrick B. Eaton. How you doing, man? I saw it. Uh, oh. Dude, I'm here unexpectedly this morning. I wasn't. Uh, I was just invited. And here I am. I'm, uh, I'm, Welcome. The Welcome. morning is still young for me. Uh, expect it. To Even happen though it's more. one. <laughs> expect it to happen more now that you have Saturdays off true true enough yeah the opportunities yeah. should or could could definitely arise surreal reed welcome good to see it as you guys see we got ernell in the chair he's being our guy in hey, the chair as one would say which means he's going to end up being my hobgoblin in the future so <laughs> no I, I i am starting to feel a little bit better my voice my voice isn't a fucking train wreck as much as it was i'm just still like coughing at any like moment's notice kind of like where Devin was a couple weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. So if, if I even, and even then, like if I talk for like longer than like 15 seconds, you can kind of hear my voice start to like dip a little bit. Yeah. Um, it starts trailing off. But it's, I'm, I'm, it's like there's yeah. a pandemic or something going on. You I know, know? That's it's weird. weird. That's it's weird. wild. But it's a yeah, good thing I was like... vaccinated. Otherwise, I'd be dead. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Could be like that. <sighs> Yeah, uh, I don't think you'd die. <laughs> Great intro, right? <laughs> but uh, I love you, Ernell. Don't die. I won't. I won't <laughs> die, guys. I won't die, guys. But anyways, yeah. Because please, this please. is the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. If you're riding this wave, Ernell is still here with us, and you can head on over to patreon.com for slash good cracking show where you can submit your questions and topics to the show get exclusive post-show content and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video services across the digital sea where is it where is it where is it guys come on yard yard that's right that's right uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment that is totally fine you can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv forward slash good show if you're watching live, you have a very important job. You can head on over to Fact Check in the official Good Kraken Discord channel where you can keep us humble and correct when we screw up information during the show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, and we would love for you to give that to us and help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken 
explanation point and leaving a review there. Review. 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 Xander. <laughs> we got some captain's orders. Come watch the Spawnies with us on Monday, January 31st. We will be um, reacting and co-streaming for the very one and only Khalif Adams of the Spawn on Me podcast. He is doing his award show that day. We will be live 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. So come hang out. Come hang out. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Isn't that right, no? Jeez. Squawk. <laughs> Squawk. 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 <laughs> Speaking of seagulls, I won't be able to be there. We got some little waves. Ooh, you gotta, you gotta give me more lead up than that, man. I can't. Just, <laughs> I'm like, just like doing a point five second like, segue. Ready to go? You gotta, you gotta build into the segue. You know what I'm saying? Squawk, squawk, squawk. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 or no? Hit the button. Just hit the button. No. Oh. Squawk, <laughs> squawk, squawk. <laughs> Try to keep you um, on your, on your, um, you know, your little uh, flippy toes. Oh right, right. I know. Flippy toes, huh? My my little flippy toes. You know the little uh, the little flippy toes that seagulls have. (laughs) Just to be clear, just to be clear, they're not they're not called flippy toes, right? I don't think they're called flippy toes. No, I don't think that's a scientific. Because I'm a science guy. Okay, (laughs) he is. He is certified. I'm a science guy. Because we established this. Because when when you because you're meaning like like flippers, right? Like flipper toes. Is that is that like what that short for? Is flipper toes, yeah, yeah. Flippy I love that toes. for you. I love that for you. <laughs> so who? So which we didn't discuss this. But who? Which one of you, beautiful gentlemen, are? How about how about we flip a coin for it? Heads is Xander. Tails is Garrick. This is how we podcast, guys. <laughs> so we do it today. That's fair. That's fair. Convenient of you to be left it's, out. Li- listen, listen. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hosting, I'm, motherfuckers. <laughs> listen, I'll, I'll take it now because watch in like two years' time when we're our like G4 level, we're, he's going to just like crack a fucking pool stick over his knee and like, all right, who wants it? <laughs> Tails. It's Garrick. <laughs> Me. Me. I bet. Give it I'll to give him, you, I'll give you, you can get first story, Xander. <laughs> first up on Little Waves is Crisis 4 is coming. Announced under a simple headline of a Crisitech announcement, the teaser shows a number of images from an unstable sun to a collapsing building before ending with uh, a large number four and the tagline, join the journey, become the hero. No official title, release date, platforms, or game details have been announced at the time of writing. I'm so sick and stoked to burn out another PC trying to play a Crisis game. Are you guys? So this just makes me very happy that I have a console that it will run optimally on. (laughs) And I don't have to worry about burning out my GPU on my computer. Yeah, we'll see about that. Watch it just start frying Xbox. Did you see that look Xander just gave me? He just like gave no, me this not, look I, of I, pain I and nothing. torment. Ask, ask our audio listeners. Ask our audio listeners. I didn't know such thing. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just looked at me with the burning passion of a thousand suns and just said with his eyes, "Listen, listen, fuck listen, you." David. Battlefield twenty forty two still hurts. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I do. So, I feel uh, you. Does this do anything for you guys? Or are either of you guys excited to play Crisis? Have you guys played any of Absolutely. the other Crisis? I played, I, I played Crisis 3. Yeah, I played Crisis I 3, too. Because uh, I remember when that came to Xbox 360, I think. Yep. Is it, yep. 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 And it had a, um, a multiplayer beta. 
And that was my first experience playing a crisis game. And then I actually ended up picking up the game. So, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's pretty fun. I've never played one. I've never played the, a crisis. It's, game. It, I know it's, they're on game pass now. Yeah. They're, they're solid shooters. They really are. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, uh, third they person or FPS, uh, FPS. Okay. Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Solid shooter. Um, yeah, well, well I, I'm, I'm interested to see how it looks once they get further along in development. Yeah, but, once uh, we actually have some real details other than the fact. That I do also want to say the fluff in this little blurb is amazing. It's amazingly done. Because basically, in a nutshell, it's like we have literally nothing on this game. Not a damn thing. <laughs> But it's happening. <laughs> we were able to use a whole ass paragraph to tell you that this is happening, but we don't know shit about it. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was interesting when I was putting together this, and I, I, I was thinking the same thing. Where I was like, "What? What?" Like, it's like... <laughs> but you guys, do you guys know we do have some shit we know about? Yeah, what's yeah. that? Uh, the Mortal Kombat movie sequel is moving ahead with the Moon Knight Rider. Hype! Mm-hmm. Whoop whoop. Uh, Deadline reports that the new movie will be written by Jeremy Slater, who is also the head writer for Marvel's Moon Knight series. It's primed to pick up from the last movie, which proved to be a pandemic era hit, opening at number one in the box office and ranking among HBO's HBO Max's top films. Uh, did you guys like? Did you did you guys like the first Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah, I, uh, I, I am. I am. I enjoyed not it. Necessarily hyped for this. Like, I should not yeah. be this hyped for this, but I am. <laughs> So like there's the the fan casting rumor is that they they want to get Ryan Reynolds to play uh freaking uh oh, Johnny oh Cage. God. Oh yeah, Johnny, Johnny Cage. Cage. Yeah. I and would I, I'd buy I would actually that. love that. Yeah. I I would totally I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. Real quick, what what's what's some other like fan casting you think who Johnny Cage could be? For Johnny? Jack Damn. Black. Oh. Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Black. <laughs> This is why you're not on camera. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're you're right. I'm, I'm not making any sense. I'm Either that, co- that COVID brain is just messing up something. Up there. <laughs> yeah, man, just keep me out yeah. of this conversation. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion, really? I feel like he's a yeah. little old for it. Yeah, but I feel like he's got even though I know he's a little old for the choice, but I feel like he would he would play the character really well. Yeah. Also, I don't I don't think the the lady who plays Sonia in this in this new one is is that young either. I don't yeah. think I might be wrong, yeah. but what if it was uh, just like fucking yeah, John that's... Cena? <laughs> Oh God! No, that'd be so. As a you guys, maker, no, as this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. this might come out no. a, a little out of left field, but uh, Garrett Headland, I feel like, could potentially pull the character off. Who's that? He's, yeah. What? What do we know? Uh, from? Tron. Tron Legacy is the most notable one. Oh, uh, the, the, the main, main actor. Yeah, he's the main one. Uh, and then since then, he's been in a lot oh, of wow, kind of like I've just like that. low key movies. Uh, but everything that I've seen him in, he's fucking great. Um, mm-hmm. and there have been moments in his previous works where he could kind of like uptick the, uh, sarcastic asshole, like kind of full of himself kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so, mean, that, you know what, what about sure. Chris Evans guys? Sure. I mean, he man, has, he has played I mean, I feel a like cocky, he's sarcastic asshole. A I lot. do have, um, I have like a backup choice. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Hunnam. 
Ooh. Oh, Garrett Hedlund's uh, alter ego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so here, here's the thing: if 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 Chris Evans is too big, wouldn't that make Ryan Reynolds too big? No, Ryan Reynolds. He's like he's, he's gotta, pretty he, big. He feels he. I know, but he fe- like he's built more slender. Like Chris Evans is broad oh, you mean as like, fuck. Yeah, like like just like f- overall physique. I mean, yeah, but Johnny Cage is like that in the games. I mean, he almost had like a sporty yeah. businessman. He, no, sort think of about it. No, no, think about it. He is an in in the Mortal Kombat universe. He is a action star, like a movie star too. True. Like that's what he is in. The That'd be universe. pretty meta. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> it would be meta as fuck. But like that's that's really like what he is. Yeah. 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 Speaking of meta, let's, let's keep pushing. We spent a lot of time on this conversation. Because <laughs> Mortal Kombat's hype. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next on Little Waves, we have Uncharted devs seem to want to make another sequel. It's a world we want to see more of. As part of an interview with Games Radar, Uncharted creator, uh, creative director Sean Eskag. 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 I believe it's Escape. No. Uh, there's a G in there. Don't you do that to uh, me. Eskag. Eskag. That was good. Eskag offered fans a slight hope that. That perhaps there could be more from the Uncharted franchise when speaking about uh, his thoughts on the topic. I think we can say for certain that we can never say never. Yeah, Uncharted is a franchise we love, that the studio loves, I love, and the Uncharted uh, and Uncharted The Lost Legacy director Kurt uh, Margano loves. It is a world we want to see more of. So I can certainly say that, explained Eskeg. Um I would not be shocked if we got another one. I don't think mm. the franchise mm-hmm. definitely is popular <clears throat> enough. I need, I need to do finish it. these fucking games, man. I gotta finish <laughs> I know. these games, dude. Like, same, I, same. I, I, I can. I just, I, I just haven't fucking done it. I, I'll probably do that after Horizon, if anything. There's four of them no. now, right? Yeah, five. Yeah, well, technically. five technically. Or four point five. Yeah, four. the oh, the okay. offshoot, like the spinoff one. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. So, do you do you think? Uh, they continue Nathan Drake, or do they move on with a new character? I think Na- I think Nathan Drake has a yeah. a un unbeknownst daughter. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know. Mayhaps. I feel like that would be a stretch. Yeah, pull a Resident Evil, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or it's um, like it's Nicholas Cage. Is Nicholas Cage? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Fun fact: that's what the new uh, that's what the new Nicolas Cage movie is actually about. That's the soft reboot of the yeah. Uncharted series. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> Jesus Christ! Move on. <laughs> we got uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat's Ed Boon to be inducted into the AIAS Hall of Fame. As part of the 25th annual Dice Awards, Boon will join Bethesda's Todd Howard, Nintendo's uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, Valve's Gabe Newell, Xbox's Bonnie Ross, and other industry legends, and being inducted into the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences Hall of Fame. The award is given to the game creators who have been instrumental in the development of highly influential games and moving a particular genre genre forward. Um, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Mortal Kombat, man. Uh, man, and like to be a developer. 
you know what I mean? And to be like up there with people like Miyamoto and Gabe Newell and Bonnie Ross and Todd Howard and to be recognized at that caliber, like that is that is like rock star like honor status within the game Mm -hmm. development world. Did anybody else immediately notice that Ed that Ed Boon did not voice Scorpion in the reboot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I literally noticed right away. I was just like, that's not Scorpion. Yeah. It's not my <laughs> Scorpion. <laughs> but but uh, um, it's actually honestly, it's kind of rad that he's like that's not he's he's definitely going down with some legends. Is yeah. is is Kojima in the Hall of Fame? Um, um I don't I'm because if he's sure not, I'm kind of surprised. You I'll, know what I'll, I mean? I'll find out yeah. first though. I'll find yeah, we'll, out first. We'll, we'll have to get yeah. that in fact check later. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll because that in because there if I can find it. Kojima is a gem. <laughs> but yeah, um that's cool. That's cool. Congrats. What we yeah, got next? Good, good for Ed Boone. Alrighty. Our last, I believe, our last. Oh, we got two more, two more, because that other one always hides for me. We got Hyperscape, uh, Ubisoft's Cyberpunk Battle Royale will be shut down. In a short blog post, uh, Ubisoft announced it has made the difficult decision to end development of Hyperscape and shut down and shut the game down as of April 28th. The company says that its vision of creating a vertical fast paced shooter may not have gone as far as it could could, but Ubisoft will be taking key learnings from this game into future projects. What the fuck is Hyperscape? I've literally never Dude, heard of it. Dude, was, it, it was a it, train it wreck. Literally, it literally uh, it had opening night. Everyone was talking about it, and they were like, oh my god, this is going to be so much fun. They played it, and it was the most boring, lame fucking Fortnite copy on the face of this fucking planet. It was, it was so... I will I've say this. like the the, the the times I could get into a game... It was it was basically just solo, but I could get I would get in and like the movement was actually pretty cool. It was like super fast paced, like on on that aspect and stuff like that. But then everything else just felt like right. Yeah, but then everything else felt really just half assed, like the entire fucking time. And then like it was like I want to say May of twenty twenty one, people were hopping in, and the the thing with the battle royale scene, like most battle royales, they boast like huge lobbies right you get into a lobby with maybe like two or three other people it was that bad you you know um what this tells me x defiant isn't coming out yeah i know wasn't that that's not a battle royale though that's a hero shooter isn't it it's a hero yeah but it but it's a free-to-play ubisoft shooter and hey, and nobody talks all, about it at all. We all said when it, I remember because we were all here when we watched the announcement for it, and all four of us were just like, nobody fucking asked for this game. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I can't I can't say. I mean, look, I've never even heard of Hyperscape. So, and the fact that Xander even had to start any good thing he had to say about the game with when I was able to get into a game, like says it all. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's there's Nobody's actually a clip running around of me literally just raging at my computer when I'm trying to like match up with my buddies and it just crashes every fucking Yikes. time. Yikes. Dude, well, I would give you know, that like good three readings. tries and then give up. Bye Hyperscape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Garrick, why, why don't you let uh, the people know about Ernell's favorite story of the day at the end of Little <laughs> Waves here? <laughs> yes. Our final, uh, def- our last, but definitely not least uh, Little Wave for the day is one Jason Momoa has confirmed as 
Fast and Furious 10's villain. THR reports that Momoa is in final talks to join the next installment of Fast and Furious franchise. We don't know how much. <laughs> we don't know much about the movie's plot, but apparently Momoa could play one of the movie's villains. It is possible his character could work along alongside uh, Charlie's uh, Charlie Theron's Cipher, who escaped at the end of last year's F Nine. Squawk. Good for, good for Jason Momoa. Squawk. He's just getting out there and doing things. Daddy. We're, still doing, we're, still, we're still doing Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Yes, we are, and I'm gonna hey, go hey, see hey, them hey, all. Hey, 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 don't need don't, don't you we fucking don't do that. It. Don't you fucking we do don't that. Need, right? We don't need any more Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. We don't need yeah. any more Call of Duty. Yeah, we don't need all fucking right? 3D Doritos, but they came back. All we right? And they're need, fucking yeah, delicious. They're fucking delicious. Okay. I don't need the only thing we need right now. We don't need this. I don't need your hard Baja blast. You know what? Because I want to be. Say, I'm getting Baja This blasted, is the perfect right? time for that's me to introduce it. my new sound for us. Emotional damage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did it, boys. I did it. I did it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, y'all. That wraps up our little uh, little waves. What do we got next, Devin? Now we got the helm. We lead up, man. Lead up. Thank you, thank you, Garrett. Just, thank you. Just, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to, I even tried to I give you went... a little something. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I mean, Garrick was leading it up, and then he asked, "What do we have next?" <laughs> yeah, we gotta be like, "Well, Garrick," and then. And then we have three and amazing then, news stories. Emotional damage. <laughs> that's that's, that's just not gonna get abused right or now. anything. But that's yeah. just Ernell right now. Oh my god. <laughs> so for our first story of the day, Ubisoft exec says gamers don't get it when it comes to NFTs. And this is coming from Ryan Leston at IGN. And guess what, guys? I don't fucking get it either. Anyways. Ubisoft's new NFT service hasn't gone down well ever since it was revealed, but execs say that gamers don't get it. During an interview with Finder, Ubisoft Strategic Innovations Lab Vice President Nicholas Powered said that gamers simply don't understand the benefits of NFTs. Quote, I think gamers don't get what the digital secondary market can bring to them, end quote, he said. For now, because of the current situation and context of NFTs, gamers really believe it's first destroying the planet, the second just a tool for speculation. But we at Ubisoft are seeing first is the end game. The end game is about giving players the opportunity to resell their items once they're finished with them or they're finished playing the game itself, end quote. Back in December last year, Ubisoft announced Quartz, its first foray into NFTs. The new service offers limited edition cosmetic items in Ubisoft games that can then be resold via third-party marketplaces for cryptocurrency. But it's gone down like a lead balloon. After its integration into Ghost Recon Breakpoint raised eyebrows among gamers, after the service launched on December 9th, three limited edition NFT items were added to the game, including a wolf skin for the M4A1 tactical rifle, a helmet, and a pair of pants. These three items are free to claim, but there's a catch. 
The rifle requires you to reach level five in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, while the pants require 100 hours played in the game. The helmet requires a massive 600 hours in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, all for a helmet with a number on it. But while sales of the Ubisoft NFTs haven't exactly been great, Powered insists that gamers just don't understand. Quote, it was a reaction we were expecting. He said in the backlash to Quartz, we know it's not an easy concept to grasp, but Quartz is really just a first step that should lead to something bigger, something that will be more easily understood by our players. Despite the major backlash, it looks as though Ubisoft is keen to continue its NFT journey, even if nobody gets it. Quote, that's the way we think about it and why we will keep experimenting, he added. We will keep releasing features and services around the first initiative, and our belief is that piece by piece, the puzzle will be revealed and understood by our players. We hope they will better understand the value we offer them, end quote. Despite downplaying NFT's environmental impact, Powered previously stated that Ubisoft could reconsider its position if energy consumption issues aren't solved. Um, um, Stonks. Uh, um, uh, we know exactly. NFTs, yep. We do get it. Nobody wants your stupid bullshit rare Pepe's monetized via fake currency so that weirdos who have no lives can feel elite and sell fake shit to other weirdos who want to feel elite online. Nobody wants it. We don't want it. Fuck NFTs. It's true. This it's is true. a this is another someone. time. Yeah, you're right. This is another time I'm gonna look at you, Ubisoft, especially after your scandal. Fuck you. I don't want <laughs> NFTs in my games. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> He's right. We do get He's it. Right. He's we right. do get it. It's to be clear. To be clear, people at home, it's it's. Oh my god, oh my Raven! God. Raven! Oh my god! Welcome, 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 welcome. Can I can I get a fuck NFTs in the chat, please? Uh, yes, <laughs> welcome in everybody. We're 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 welcome. not fucking with NFTs in here. That's that's no, we're definitely not. We if don't you're Thank you so if much. If you're joining us oh for the first Lord. time, we are the Good Kraken Show. We are a podcast. We are going over some news articles from this week. So, uh, yes, fuck NFTs. Welcome, fuck Denmark. NFTs. Welcome, Vibin with the Vide. Welcome, y'all. So, hello, hello, everybody. Yeah, yeah. To, to to be clear, to be clear, it is it is big fuck NFTs in this family. Um, mm -hmm. It it yes. it is it is. Uh, like Garrick said, there's nothing. There's nothing else to get. There's nothing else to get. All we need to know is that NFTs are not good for our fucking planet, and mm -hmm. and these fucking weirdos are are out yeah. here just with with gorilla just pictures, consuming and shit. ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous amounts of energy, farming crypto cryptocurrency, so you can buy JPEGs, special JPEGs, mm -hmm. killing mm -hmm. the planet, trying to consume like just. Billions and billions of wattage for a JPEG. Like, I, uh, dude, uh, crypto yeah. miners, like, literally just, I hate all of you. Like, you're literally, way to, way to ruin everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could have had a good thing, right? We could have had nice things. 
Welcome, Logan uh, Thrives. Special JPEGs that look like a shit big crew. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you're, you're saying that, and I'm immediately like backtracking to Rush Hour Two. <laughs> we could have had some special. Love you, Raven. Have have a good one. Good but luck. you want crazy ass Look, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase Hank here, uh, Hank Hill here, and just be like, uh, Do I look like I know what an NFT is? I just want a picture of a god dang hot dog. <laughs> my 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 friend the other day sent me a picture of his 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 father in law's um, uh, crypto mining setup, mm. and it was it was ten fucking 30 80s and i replied i replied to the message and i was like hey tell your father-in-law for me that he's an asshole <laughs> oh <my Thanks>. God. <laughs> it's true yeah. it's true fucking, congratulations fucking you're I, using guys, a quarter of your city's power grid fueling your nonsense i i found out that the owner of the company i work for has been mining crypto at home too the other day hey could you do me a favor could you tell him that he's an asshole for me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just and, and the right thing along. is, is I want to be like, why? You're already rich. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. In order to get into this, you have to be rich first. So it's the rich getting richer. You literally have like an That's eight true. bedroom well, house. Yeah, what the fuck? Be, get, you don't get rich without being greedy as fuck. Oh, and the, and the beautiful thing, too, is it's easier to get rich as you get rich. It's it's wild. It's a wild mm. equation. It's like it's like it's, it's just you. you know it's, it's other rich people like to help other rich people get rich too. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know I know. Like I know. It's like well, can you help me get rich? What's up? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like I'm kind of rich. I'm rich. Question mark. You know Mommy, who's out there? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Listen, I know we'll never be rich. Emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well, Xander, why don't yes. you let them know what we got next up? All right, so we got changes to Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live being rolled out globally. This is uh, coming from Hyrun Cryer at Games Radar. Uh, as revealed earlier today on January 27th via Eurogamer, uh, Microsoft has agreed to change practices surrounding Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold with the UK's Competition and Markets Authority. Microsoft is actively changing how it communicates certain aspects of both subscription services in the UK. Firstly, Microsoft will provide more transparent information to customers on both subscription services. For example, they'll tell, they'll tell customers how to turn off auto-renewal and tell them when a service will auto renew. That's yeah, <laughs> we need that uh, yeah, as well as you. how to claim back refunds. If a service automatically renewed when they didn't want it to. Oh my God. Thank God. As I hate, that. I have some I, funny I'm, stories about this for you guys. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually dealing with a couple of those. Speaking of refunds will be easier to obtain under the new changes as Microsoft will actively contact customers on recurring 12 month subscription contracts and give them the offer of a refund. Additionally, Microsoft will also contact customers with active subscriptions, but who haven't used said services for a long time, just in case they're unaware of the fact that they're actually paying. Wow, what, an, what, an, what a distinguished gentleman. Uh, finally, Microsoft will be more communicative about price increases. Uh, the company will give customers more notice about price increases going forward and will let them know how to turn off auto renewal if they want to back out of paying the increased amount. Right now, there's no clear date for these changes being implemented by Microsoft for the first UK customers. Uh, these changes are thanks uh, to pressure from the UK-based Competition and Markets Authority, though. 
Uh, so it's not it's also not clear whether the changes will be implemented for other regions outside of the UK at some point further down the line. Please implement that here. Update. Microsoft's recent changes uh, to game, Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live in the UK will be rolled out to the rest of the world. Oh, that answers that. Uh, in a statement to The Verge via Euro, Eurogamer, Microsoft, Microsoft said that changes to inactive subscriptions will initially roll out in the UK and will be available globally soon. Details of the changes, which will see Microsoft offer more transparent information regarding auto renewal, refunds, and inactive subscriptions are outlined below in that article. Wow. Things that companies should just have been doing already. Yeah. And can I tell you guys something? So back we go. When, we go. when little old Devin was 19, 10 years ago, I got a job working on an Xbox Live contract. The very first few months of this job, my job was Xbox Live retention. So people would call in to cancel their Xbox Live subscription or get refunds. And my job was going to be like, nah, you don't want to do that. You want to play games with your friends. So... That's what Microsoft used to be like, just so everybody knows. And it's been yep. a decade to get this established. Look, there's a lot of things Microsoft does that I do like, but they are still a fucking corporate company. Yeah, They're still going to do whatever they can to make as much money as possible. And the fact that it's taken damn near 15 years to get this implemented into their service is still fucking laughable to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean it it it's you're right, right? Like every every subscription service should be looking at some something like this, you know, but it's like <laughs> it's it's wild to think about because I feel like so many businesses they don't talk about it, but this is a part of their overhead. Like not this, 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 but like the the aspect of like rolled over subscriptions that are not being mm -hmm. used. Like people forget that they have a subscription. There's there's businesses oh, that yeah. have entire business models that are that. Every box gym you've ever been a member of, that's their whole business mm -hmm. model is hoping mm -hmm. you forget you have a membership yep. and just yep. letting it keep going. And when you try yep. to cancel, you eventually just have to claim fraud with your bank. So then that way you can get a refund and they'll cancel the the membership. Yeah, because they'll pull they'll pull some shit like it's like yeah. oh well, you you didn't, didn't realize give your it thirty days notice and yeah so all that dumb stuff. I used to have LA Fitness and this is why I will never have LA Fitness again. Yeah. For four mm -hmm. months mm -hmm. I called and and also went there and tried to cancel my membership and every single time they said I have to talk to a manager to cancel it. And yeah. the manager would never be available ever. Of course, yeah, ever. Convenient, right. So I went to my bank, sat down with uh, with a banker, and I was like, "Hey, I want to claim fraud on them," and oh, and yikes. then oh wow, <laughs> and then she immediately goes, "This is so common. We'll get you taken care of, and we'll get your money back." What a bank! What a bank! Yeah, yeah. That, with with uh, LA Fitness specifically, the fact that they're still in business, with that being a known thing, even from like federally recognized like banks. Yeah. is astonishing to me. <laughs> it's so wack. Yeah. It's just so wack, dude. 
But the yeah. the the irony of of Banks doing the exact same thing. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It's. I just hate that this is news. Like, honestly, like that's like the part, like I understand the necessity of it because we're transitioning into an era where hopefully we get a lot more transparency and communication like this from companies. Mm -hmm. Uh, But boy, it sucks that this is like still like considered progressive enough that it made like headlines. Yeah. 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 And uh, I will say this in recent years, Microsoft definitely has been more consumer friendly than other companies out there just all around with gaming again like i said i used to work for them for this stuff and it's hilarious to me that it's still taking this long and i worked for them like i i quit there like nine years ago guys like (laughs) that this was a problem back then yeah the thing that this article brings to my attention though is like we so we have this piece you know detailing microsoft's willingness and wanting to be transparent and it, you can't help but think about all of the other like gaming industry companies or in tech industry companies that just still aren't doing that netflix like they just like are that drop their like that'll just like randomly uh you know do price hikes or uh like Amazon's a prime. Go to go to your Amazon like right now, and if you're a Prime subscriber, I dare you like to to find the way to cancel your subscription in less than thirty mm-hmm. seconds. It's almost impossible. It is, you have they, to go they, through they like they six really pages of click. support. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they and then and then they ask you three times if you really really want to cancel. Mm. I <laughs> DJ, did someone say Prime? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, uh, it's it's I mean, it's the same thing with like a lot of streaming services too. like, you know, mm-hmm. with like Netflix or Hulu. It's like they won't even let you manage your subscription through apps. They make mm-hmm. it so you have to use a web browser. Mo- most yeah, most, of, like, that, I think most yeah, of that's because of Apple, though. That's that's mostly yeah. Apple, though. Yeah, because they 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 gateway like whether or not you you have uh, uh, some mm-hmm. kind of like direct payment thing because then they want to cut Um like because Apple does like 30 percent of every like transaction that's done through an app unless it is outsourced or like yeah. browser based. Mm-hmm. But like it's the same thing if you're if you're on like if you're if you're on your Xbox or or a PlayStation like you can you can create an account. You can enter your card info and set up a subscription on your console, but you can't manage your subscription on your console. So they'll let you spend money on it, but you still have to use a computer because here's here's the reality of it is as much as like Internet is integrated into our lives nowadays, like you need it for 99 percent of everything now. Yeah. Um, not everybody has computers. People just use their phones. Right. Yeah. So and sometimes it's almost even impossible to manage these subscriptions on your phone browsers again. Yeah, because then they'll have like websites that aren't they're not even tailored to mobile at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like and they bug out when you're trying to fill like fill out to everything. So it's yeah. it's very like subscription services in in their like own right are very like predatory in the first place, like to yeah. get people's money. So it's it's just the sad reality of it. And and here's the thing. We use all of that stuff so we can, you know, enjoy things and stay up to date on content and stuff. But yet it's also like, you know, a format that takes advantage of people. Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah because b- people people want this do. and they're gonna have to pay up I and mean, mm-hmm. we're just like fuck okay yeah 
yeah. you can be a little bit nicer about it, but okay. Yeah. But s- speaking of things being set up for you to buy stuff and spend your money, <laughs> before we move on to our last story, I want to remind everyone that they can support us over at patreon.com forward slash good show, where they can get early access to this episode before it goes public. They can write into the show and they can get this episode ad free. But if you're hearing this, you ain't on Patreon. So for now, here's a word from our sponsors. This piece of good Kraken content is brought to you by Glide Mouse Pads. PC gaming and office work is more popular than ever before, making your workflow and efficiency an absolute necessity. You need your peripherals and accessories to be running silky smooth in order for you to keep kicking ass and taking names, and Glide is the perfect piece to that puzzle for your arsenal that you've been trying to solve. Glide Mousepads is the future industry leader in mousepads, offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and a non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. Are you looking for smoother pinpoint accuracy? Are you feeling resistance while gliding your mouse across your battle rug? You've probably watched our GK content before, and you probably know I do a lot of PC and FPS gaming. And let me tell you, this mousepad is perfect perfect for you. You can go to glidemousepads.com right now and use the code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken, for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. If you're anything like us here at GK, you were probably up late last night. You got up out of bed this morning and you were still tired. You don't know how long you were gaming for. It's a catastrophe. But what you do know is that that your everyday cup of coffee just isn't hitting the way it used to. And now we've got a better way for waking you up before and during your next gaming session. Rogue Energy is a low calorie, no sugar energy formula that is a perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers, streamers, and content creators everywhere. You can head on over to RogueEnergy.com, use the code GKraken for 10% off of your purchase of any shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's right. The code is G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you'd like. Now, back to our regular Good Kraken programming. Welcome back. Hope you guys like those ad reads. We uh, we are really excited about those partnerships. Uh, definitely use those codes if you're interested in any of do that. It, do it. Please do it. And I love my rogue energy. <laughs> Ooh, what are you sipping on? What are you sipping on right now? What you got? What you got? What you got it's in the, that glass? It's the last one. It's the last one. And it's the pink lemonade. Ooh, how do you like it? How do you like it? It's good. It's good. I put ice in it too. Nice. I put ice in mine too. I made cherry limeade today. Yeah. <laughs> but the ice in the rogue energy, guys, it's platinum. All right. It's platinum. It's platinum. It's <laughs> so good. Yeah. So I good. also do want to say, guys, um, I now physically have 
my Founders Edition Glide mouse pad. And this is the small one. I That's do want to say such a big mouse pad. I can't believe yeah. more. This, this is more. the small one. And it's actually fucking dope. I was using a Steel Series one beforehand. Also good, but this it the way it glides, you know, it just feels great. It feels great. I'm I'm excited to uh, really break it in here over the next couple weeks. But yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't you let them know uh, what we got going on next year, Garrick? Yes, our last uh, big news story before we head into our headlining segment for today is Tom Holland finally addresses if he's really finished playing the MCU Spider-Man. And this is coming from Kevin Fallon at Screen Rant. Spider-Man No Way Home star Tom Holland says in a recent interview that he's still not sure whether or not he'll return to the role of Peter Parker in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Holland first appeared as the wall crawler in 2020. uh, 2016's Captain America: Civil War. His introduction into the MCU canon had been a long uh, had been a long time coming. For years, Sony Pictures, which controls many of the film rights to Spider-Man, had been negotiating with Marvel Studios, trying to figure out a mutually beneficial way to fold the character into the larger Marvel universe. The two parties eventually uh, two parties eventually came to a deal, and Holland's Spider-Man has been in the has been an MCU staple ever since. Having appeared in six of the franchise's latest uh, entries, No Way Home being the latest, but whether or not whether the most recent song will be Holland's final appearance as the web slinger is a mystery even to him. In a group interview moderated by Dateline's uh, Pete Hammond, Holland appeared alongside his fellow Spider-Man Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire to discuss No Way Home and the superhero's cinematic legacy. When asked if No Way Home would be the end of Holland's time as Spider-Man, the actor said that he's honestly not sure. He said that he's satisfied with what he's accomplished with the character and that teaming up with the two past generations of Spider-Man could be a perfect send-off for his iteration of Peter Parker. Still, he's not ready to say goodbye to the character. The film for me was as special as an experience could ever be. Sharing the screen with these guys, playing Spider-Man, could be quite an alienating experience because, you know, we're, you know, the only three blokes who've ever, who've ever done it. So to share that with two, uh, with you two, it has been such a wonderful experience of which I had such an amazing, I have such amazing memories. I don't know. There's a part of me that feels like it's the perfect time to jump uh, jump off the building and swing off into the sunset and let the next lucky kid come into don the suit. I know I love this character and I know that I'm not ready to say goodbye, but if it is time for me to say goodbye, I will do so proudly knowing that I have achieved everything I wanted to achieve with this character and sharing it with these boys will forever be for uh, one of the most special experiences in my career. So if it's time, if it's time, if it's not, it's not, but at the moment I don't know. Tom, no, don't do this to us. He's like, do yeah, this like when I heard this quote, it, it kind of reminded me of uh, if you guys are familiar with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, like the owner of the Cloak of Invisibility, where like towards the end, like he greeted death as an old friend, that kind of deal. Like he's he's satisfied. He's he's done what he's set out to do as Spider-Man. And if it's done, it's done. He's like he's accepting of it. Um, He's not done. He's not. Yeah. Done. Yeah. So I I I watch a lot of uh youtube uh content creators who like have a lot of insider information of regarding around like marvel and star wars and stuff like that um and uh i know i know xander's familiar with a couple of these guys uh like new rock stars everything always and stuff like that and i'd say like 90 percent of the stuff that they put out there usually comes to light 
I'd, I'd say it's pretty close to that. Um, there, there are rumored talks of him signing a new contract with six to nine movies, and they're talking about at least one more Sp- Spider-Man trilogy, maybe even two. Um, and one of those involving Miles Morales when Tom Holland is a little bit older, um, but also uh, three um, movie appearances for Avengers movies like uh, like Secret Wars and Avengers Five and that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm pretty interested to uh, to see what comes out about it. I don't think this is the end of Tom Holland personally, because they just set up a whole new storyline and a whole new way that they can dive into this. And they introduce new characters in this movie. And there's also rumors circulating whether we're going to see a, another live action Spider-Verse event, um, which could be very possible especially with sony pulling really hard into all this spider-man ips and stuff um coming up with craven and morbius we know they're doing more venom there's talks of andrew garfield continuing there's talks of even another toby Maguire movie now so it's that spider-man is so huge and tom holland has a lot of time left in that in that character i believe Yeah, I honestly kind of feel the same way. I feel like this is partly like a marketing strategy for Marvel. Like we literally just calculated, you know, are exactly calculated like the the most like phenomenal Spider-Man movie of all time. And I would not be surprised if the character just kind of goes quiet for a little while. And we shift into other things. But while just because we're not going to be getting necessarily tons of Spider-Man news post No Way Home, uh, there's no way they're not negotiating amazing things for us behind the scenes. So for Tom Holland (laughs) specifically, yeah, yeah. For Tom Holland specifically, I think his next appearance, and this is just my speculation, just based off of like how comic books and video games have gone, you know, in the past with Marvel. I think next time we see him is going to be in the Fantastic Four um, movie that they're working on right now. That's when I think we'll see him again. It's yeah. it's, it's I mean, hard that, to say, right? And the, or possibly possibly the Secret Wars. I, any all the Secret Wars stuff. That'll be post had a uh, lot of. Mm-hmm. That'll be post Fantastic stuff. Four. Yeah, that's um, true. I mean, but I, I thought th- I thought there was uh, some. I thought there was like a Disney Plus Secret Wars series. Uh, it's I know, Secret I know it got delayed. Secret Invasion is the yeah, Disney but isn't, Plus isn't that isn't that the lead up to Secret Wars? Isn't that like I mean, I'm I'm assuming there's a, a tie in there. Um, part of it, kind of. Or do we not so, know? So 100% so yet? Secret Wars is supposed to involve like Doctor Doom is like the main villain, really. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 kind of, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll see. That's supposedly, honestly, if they don't. Know, I I don't trust them to not fuck Doctor Doom up at this point, to be honest, because they've Excuse ruined me. his character two times. Excuse me, it, this, Excuse is, me. This, this is this is Marvel Studios. Yeah. No, no, no. This hold, is hold Kevin on. Feige. This isn't fucking <laughs> no, Fox. No, this isn't the atrocious Fox. Okay, yeah, but look, I I have some people in my household that are very big fan of these particular characters. And uh, Doctor Doom has been ruined for him twice now, and they did your boy Vision pretty dirty in the MCU. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so, you're right. So, you're right. Well, but then they made so up for it, though. Yeah, I, they they're in the process of making up for it. Don't give him full credit yet, but 
Like, I, I don't you're know. Right. You're right. Doctor Doom is he's he's like such a beloved villain, and like they yeah. like I know ultimately they're gonna nail it down, but until I see it, it's there. That doubt's gonna be there. I don't think Doctor Doom is even gonna be the main villain in the Fantastic Four movie. I think it's gonna be a variant of Kang because there's the um yeah the the Pharaoh version of Kang, um which is actually the first uh fantastic four like one of the first fantastic four comics i i think that's what we're going to see this time around and i think victor von doom will be in the movie but he won't really become a villain until after this movie personally um now back to spider-man though there there's speculations of them starting you know the uh the the daredevil disney plus like reboot series do you do you think we could see Spider-Man in that as after them introducing Charlie Cox's Daredevil in the most recent movie? I think they would, mm, honestly. Yeah, the cameo I, potentials there. Yeah. Yeah. I think if anything, there might be some like maybe I don't want there to be like so much Spider-Man in Daredevil or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I want it to feel very much Daredevil's own series. Uh but Same. I wouldn't mind like a couple of moments like Hell, it'd be really cool just to see like a blink and you'll miss it scene where like Daredevil's out at night or whatever, and then all of a sudden in the background you see like the silhouette of Spider-Man just swinging past. He just swings by, like that. dude. Yeah, I yeah. would love that. That would be a very good Easter egg, especially because mm-hmm. now that they've canonized that. Yeah. yeah, and like here's the thing too. Like it's everybody forgot who Peter Parker was, but Peter Parker still remembers who everybody else is. Yeah, something could end up happening where he's just like, "Fuck, I need a lawyer." You know what I mean? And he might think about it, and then he'll look for that guy, for for Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock or something like that. It, it could be like it could be like one of those like one crossover episodes. Like maybe he's in an episode or two. Like he ends up coming to him because he needs a lawyer, and then something else ends up happening, and then he helps Daredevil for like an episode yeah. or something. Well, I think you know I, I think mean? moving forward, they're probably gonna really push the um the idea that Spider Man and Peter Parker are very much two completely different identities uh kind of like in the original comic books where like no like he the 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 fact that he keeps his identity a secret it was was such an integral part to the character um Mm -hmm. and i think they're trying to you know take a step back because it kind of took the iron man approach with spider-man uh where he just kind of like like everyone fucking knows really like they touched on it where it's like oh wait you like, were Spider-Man? Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. But like now they're like they really I think they really want to make that a very important part of the character. Because like in the comic books, that's that's one of the biggest things that jumped out of me because it it added another level of stress to everything that he did. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. And, and like especially it's like in the comics, like Spider-Man hiding his identity was such a big and important thing that it was a pinnacle moment for the original Marvel Civil War was him telling everybody who he was. And that was like one of the mm-hmm. big defining changing moments in that comic mm-hmm. series. So I'm I'm excited to see what ends up happening. Again, we can only speculate about it, right? Yeah. Like that's that's all we can do. There is no concrete evidence of anything. Um, we just know there are still a lot of Spider-Man things happening, and there are now three Spider-Mans that are all relevant at the same time. So we'll see yeah. what happens. What we definitely haven't seen. We haven't seen the last of Spider-Man, regardless of at uh, all. who wears the suit. Period. Yeah, <laughs> at all. It's it's I we're going to get a lot of Spider-Man over the next 
next 10 years guys that's yeah. all i see happening, they they honestly. would not they would not have given us that bombshell of no of no way home if yeah if, yeah yeah andrew garfield and morbius like it's gonna happen probably they you know i i think jared leto even came out and said he was in the movie <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Jared again, Leto says a lot of things. He says yeah, a lot I mean, Jared Leto's a shit bag. He is a shit bag. Let's be real. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, you know, speaking of shit bags, I'm pretty sure we all uh, have some things to share with people. <laughs> <laughs> Your segues <Sorry>. today. <laughs> a plus plus. There. <laughs> <laughs> hands on deck so y'all this is when we each pick one game or movie or tv show that we uh indulged in this last week and uh we tell you guys about it so um yeah read fuck jared little <laughs> um so um i'll 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 start us off real quick um me personally uh i i dove into last of us and i can't stop playing you guys might have seen it on wednesday but uh i'm hooked and uh He's i'm loving it. it i'm loving it i just want to play it all the time now i can't stop thinking about it thank you or no um but You're yeah welcome. yeah welcome. last of us part two it's great and um and uh i've been watching the book of boba fett i mean the man i mean book of boba, i mean mando no 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 I mean, no, no don't, 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 don't do that don't do that don't do that don't do that i want to say <laughs> it it starts off kind of slow you know, slow pace. It it provides some good backstory. And at, at first, I was kind of meh about the show. It wasn't bad, but I was just kind of like, yeah, Star Wars, you know, this is cool. Mm-hmm. After the last episode, I am extremely excited to see what's about to happen. And yeah. the show is fantastic. And if you have not watched it yet, Ernell, um, I don't know how. I'm because... on episode three. I'm on episode three. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 Stick with which it. One, which one? Which one is that one? Uh, no, I... With no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, well, yeah, we what I will say, I finished. I finished episode two last night, and so I, I need a. I'm okay. Going to be watching episode three today. Yeah, okay. Um well, the, the only, the only thing I, the reason I was like trying to figure out where you're at, because like this is not at all spoilery, but there is a guest appearance by Thundercat of all fucking people. Thunder? What? Okay. Yeah. Well, I saw that and then the, the, passing. The, I was the la- like, wait, what the fuck? The last thing I saw was the uh, the fire pit dance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the okay, yeah. the the only thing I even want to add of this all because we will be doing a review for the show um in in a few Saturdays, um <clears throat> the only thing I wanted to add, uh can we talk about how wonderful it is to have a Maori man um out here just representing as Boba Fett oh, yeah. and uh and mm-hmm. just living and breathing Maori um while wielding that staff, like oh, yeah. mm-hmm. dog dog king oh, yeah king. Dude out here just representing us in the best way possible i love him yeah. i love him so yeah. much yeah i uh, is fucking great and the show like i said it starts off kind of slow but i'd say like right where you're at ernell is when it really just starts accelerating and moving forward very very well Let's and go. i've noticed i've noticed this pattern a lot with like disney plus series which we'll talk about a little later is but most of the shows kind of have like a slower intro for the first like two to three episodes and then that climax starts to hit and everything just fucking 
the train departs and it's full speed ahead at that point. Um, I really appreciate the show and I'm excited to see where it's going. So I really, really recommend everybody watch it. Hydrate. Hydrate. Read it. Hydrate. <laughs> hydrate, motherfuckers. I have like, I have like a little. Uh, you know, that little bit goes a long way in some places. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I, I am right. hydrate too. Okay. Especially, especially if you're trapped on the, on, on the, on the deserts of Tatooine. Ernell, you're sick. You have to double hydrate. <sighs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm working on it. Where's those <laughs> electrolytes? Yeah. It's what plants crave. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's not that's not what they crave. <laughs> I know. Um, Xander, what what have you been playing and/or watching? So I'm gonna go with something I've been watching recently. Well, it's something I actually just recently finished. Um, so because because my wife was watching uh, Queer Eye and stuff like that, and uh, I was getting my my feely heelys with all that, and I and she finished it, and I was like, I need something else that kind of will kind of like give me that same kind of feeling. And so I started watching Breaking Bobby Bones on uh on Disney Plus and it's got that similar feel. So basically the whole idea is that uh Bobby Bones he's the radio show host. Uh he goes out and he tries out these different very overlooked jobs, but they're very difficult. Like anything from like know like under underwater maintenance uh like there's one there's like a windmill technician um like welding all this other stuff and he goes out and he he gets like a crash course on how to do this job and why it's so dangerous and difficult um but it's not not just that like these people that he that he finds they are very um they're very involved in their communities in some way shape or form like you know trying to you know start up um uh support groups for uh for women in the trucking industry and stuff like that or you know like donating and their time and effort to you know local homeless shelters stuff like that uh something that's very passionate to them in in a form of charity uh and so he does his crash course on how on how to do the job um and they give him like their the pinnacle assignment that he has to do and see if see if what he had learned can he can take it and and complete it and then at the end of the episode he gives back to them like you know stuff like uh you know donating uh $15,000 uh to their to whatever charity that they run or the organization that they run helping them out because these are people that are you know they're working their asses off every single day um and it's it was it's one of those things where i'm just like it's the same the same vibe as Queer Eye, where like at the end of the episode, or even throughout the episode, where I'm hearing their backstory, I'm bawling my eyes out. Uh, and and it was just it, it's such a great great show to watch and like really see how, um, you know, there's people all over the world just just working their ass off, struggling, but they would ne- they would never do anything fucking different because this is this is what matters to them and uh, I, I would urge you guys to give, give you know give it a look um see if it's something you're into because it, it's very heartwarming to see uh you know bobby give back to these people that girl that girl crying got me wanting to grab a little bit <laughs> like i'm, I'm kind of sold dog i'm kind of sold i think that i think she was the uh the one of the underwater maintenance technicians Okay. Okay. I'll have to yeah. check it out. I, I, I definitely seems like this. a really, really wholesome show. As it you were really describing is. it to me, it sounds it sounds like a more wholesome version of like 
dirty jobs kind of yeah kind of yeah 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 Yeah. which i mean kind of fuck mike rowe but so this sounds better (laughs) yeah god damn spat my coffee out (laughs) (laughs) oh man we we've just we've been on the the big uh fuck use today haven't we (laughs) there are some people that just need to hear it and it's I know true. you're listening to this at home right now, Micro. Like you can just eat my whole glass. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's watching. Yeah. The, he's watching this uh, next to uh, his buddy, uh, Evil Ben Stiller. That's a finger. Can, how much you want to bet Evil Ben Stiller is going to be an NFT? <laughs> Stop. Somebody out there, the don't idea. Please don't right click. <laughs> Please don't right click. Please don't. Please don't. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. Yo, fucking NFTs. Garrick, what about you? What about you? What what do you got going on? Well, um, one Pokemon Legends Arceus recently came out. Ooh. And uh, I got my hot little hands on that thing day one, and I am 10 hours into it already. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, I want to pick it so up. Good. I want to pick it up, but I like there are so many games that I'm playing now and that are coming out this, yes. this fucking month. Like it's it's going to oh. be a pretty loaded month. Look, the nice thing about this game is the multiplayer is pretty much non-existent. Really, all you can do is trade in it. Um, so it's a, I've definitely one of those ones that you can wait till like a little later on this year to where like there's not so many other tight games dropping and you can still get a rat experience out of it. Like if there's just other cool games coming out, it's OK. Like you can purchase Pokemon Legends Arceus later and it'll still be great later in the year. But wow, like. You guys ever like when Pokemon first came out, of course, like I'm sure we were all kids and we all like. I'm absolutely positive we all like went outside and pretended to play Pokemon and shit, right? Like that happened. Outside, what's that? Exactly. Um, well, this game almost kind of captures like what like you wanted Pokemon to be in a video game, like when you pictured it as a child. Um <laughs> the game itself, like not it's like it's a Switch game, y'all. It's not gonna be the most graphically like impressive thing in the world. But it runs far more smoothly than um, some of the more recent Pokemon titles. You do have some pop in textures, um, anti-aliasings like meh, and there's some sharp jagged edges on the game as a whole. But oh my lord, being able to just walk into this big huge open map and literally just be like walking around, and then like you're like you're like sneaking up on a on a Bidoof, throwing Pokeballs at it, and out of the corner of your eye, you're like oh my god. Is that an Eevee? And it's the only Eevee among these Bidoofs. And like you're like sneaking over to this uh to this Eevee trying to like make it so it doesn't run away from you. And Bidoof, yeah. Uh and dude, it's just it's a surreal experience to be able to aim and throw a Pokeball in real time and catch a Pokeball. There's and like catch Pokemon with it. Dude, even if a Pokemon gets startled and starts attacking with you, you don't necessarily even have to like bring your Pokemon out to battle it. You can like bonk it in the head with a mud ball to stun it and then try another Pokeball. And you're like, it will straight up try to attack you. 
like the Pokemon will like try to use its abilities on you as a trainer and you're dodging it in real time. Interesting. And yeah, and so like and then you can also, you know, you, you know, take out your Pokemon and then battle using the traditional battle system, but it's got some like real time mechanics and you can actually move your trainer around while you're battling. It's really immersive. Um and oh, it's just it's a great great Pokemon game. I um, I'm going to pick it up. I, I am. I'm just probably going to wait just a little bit. Just a little bit, you know? Look, um, you're not going to be able to catch Arceus until you complete the entire Pokedex. And this is going to be one of those games that you're going to want to pick up and just play it every now and then because different Pokemon spawn during the day. Different Pokemon spawn at night. Different weather events spawn different Pokemon. They've got, like, these in-game events called, like, uh, like space-time distortions that spawn special Pokemon. Uh... There's alpha Pokemon, which are like these in that they're like these open world on map bosses that you could fight. And when you capture them, they're physically larger than your other Pokemon. Like you can throw your Pokemon out of the Pokeball and look, you can cool. see which That's one cool. is the alpha. Yeah. It's off of the size. And is that showing some of that or like right now? In this yeah, trailer? The, yeah. The, red, the, so the red eyes are the alphas and they're bigger. And so like, look at that. You literally just use Thundershock in real time. That's crazy. I'm gonna need that luxury though. Yeah, it, that's yeah. I I am gonna play this game. I'm I'm probably gonna get a physical so I can uh, because I know Sierra will want to play it as well. But yeah, this, when we were kids, this looks like the game that we always wanted. You know? Yeah, yeah, it really is. It is a huge, huge step away from Pokemon form, um, and because it is a huge change in form, it is not perfected. Like they, they're totally trying something new. Some things stick really well. Other things you can tell. All right, maybe in the next Pokemon Legends game they're gonna brush this up. But I gotta tell you, I've played every Pokemon Core game that has ever been launched, and you can only play uh, the formula. Personally, for me, is getting a little old. If they do more Pokemon Legends titles with different ones, this will be my new Pokemon mainline. I will play this. This I will play these versions of the Pokemon games forever because yeah. being able to go out into the unique environments that spawn Pokemon based off of their biomes and where they choose to live in the time of the day. And like some of them will run away from you. Some of them will attack you. Some of them will just want to eat a berry out of your hand. And that is what I always wanted a Pokemon game to be. And it is so rad. It's like we almost need a new switch iteration so they can actually like fill this vision of, of like Pokemon games moving forward. It's got a lot of room for growth, and I'm I'm really here mm. for it. I hope that this launch is as successful as Nintendo and Game Freak want it to be, because I would love to see more Pokemon Legends titles. <laughs> DJ goes, this is like Breath of the Wild, but with Pokemon. So you mean empty and just with gameplay every 10 minutes? <laughs> it's, no, it's Breath of the Wild is a fantastic fun. game. Don't uh, listen to it me. Is, it is a fantastic <laughs> game. And like, this is... It's if you have never played a, like if like you love Pokemon games and you've never really had the opportunity to get your hand on like one like a different like ARPGs like you just play like the turn based ones. This mm -hmm. is going to be a little tougher because there's definitely times where like you're three on one battling wild Pokemon and they are just whooping your ass. You know, you know what would be really fun in this is the multiplayer aspect of like two people being able to run around together and do this in the same world. That that's that's when this will be like game breaking like 
awesome at least in mm-hmm. my my perspective Big agree look you know this, they have a good foundation for this mm-hmm. if they incorporate more of monster hunters so they the skeleton of this game is monster hunter at its core with everything mm-hmm. pokemon li- like facelifted on top of it it's got a yeah. very like you've got a hub city you go out into these maps you research pokemon catch pokemon go back to the hub city build the hub city rinse and repeat as you yeah. build your pokedex right that would be so fun it would be it, no, really fun it's fantastic and if they did if they, if they take the skeleton and improve on it using a similar or you know a more improved version of monster hunters multiplayer where it's like a drop in drop out you can do two three maybe even four people depending on the kind of pokemon you're going after you know mm-hmm. like i could see like legendary pokemon being a four-man you know battle yeah or like like doing dungeons to go get an articuno you know what i mean shit like that yeah, I it's it's really cool to see where we can move forward with that. Like I said, I'm gonna get that game. I just might have to wait a little bit, especially with Dying Light Two coming out next week. It's uh, yes, yes, big you agree know. there. You had to make a choice, and I don't think you're making the wrong one. Uh, but don't don't sleep on it for too long. You'll I will be really I bummed won't. if you do. Well, well you and, gotta and, remember too. It's like it's like my 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 family and uh and partner and immediate friends though is my birthday is coming up so i'm kind of banking that i might end up getting it you know what i mean just drop the hints now drop the hints now no 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 don't worry like i've already given out the amazon list to people who have asked (laughs) it's weird just like 50 listings of pokemon legends (laughs) that's crazy that's crazy there's there's quite a bit on there not not just that, you know. I I need some new work tools and stuff, and you know, some but, IRL. But also, Devin, kind of Devin, Devin, Devin out of the kindness trigger. of his heart, is is getting me Dying Light two next week because he's a sweet baby boy. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to dive into that. I'm so you guys. You have thank, no thank idea. you so much, Garrick, for making uh, me fall in love with this franchise. I'm yeah, so excited. Yeah. And and um, yeah, and that's kind of another reason why I'm not getting Pokemon right away because I I want my I want my boy to play with us. Post stream, I, I have you. some, I have some dying light two stuff. We got to talk. Perfect. Uh, for hey, for next go. week, let's go. Well, let's go. And order us for us to get to post stream. Y'all, are you guys ready for our next segment? Yeah, let's go. The goals. All right. So today, for our headlining topic, we are talking about which streaming service is kicking more ass. This is going to be another open forum discussion, y'all. So don't forget to ask lots of questions. Chat, mm-hmm. be a part of the convo. Let's 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 see if we can figure this out. Yeah, guys, I'll I'll start this one off. And me personally, just do on IP and properties alone. I'm gonna have to say Disney Plus is kicking ass right now. We've had you know Emmy winning shows mm-hmm. this last year. You know, with WandaVision, um, I these shows have made me emotional. The uh, the movie content that is coming out, you know, straight to Disney Plus now, especially with the acquisition of Fox and all that as well. Like, you know, you, the other night, you know, when you have that moment, you're like, man, I'm really tired, but I just want to put something on in the background that's that's like enjoyable, but I don't have to care about it because I'm going to fall asleep. There's over 30 seasons of the fucking Simpsons on Disney Plus. And there's new episodes coming out to it, you know. Um, and I, I that f- personal opinion, I think close second would be uh, HBO Max 
because of their mm-hmm. deal with Warner Warner Brothers and having day one movies. It's it's really kind of pushing the streaming industry forward with that being an idea. We've seen Disney Plus do it with a couple titles um, as well, kind of following lead in that aspect. But what about you guys? What 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 are some more points and and feelings you guys have regarding these guys? I'm gonna have to agree with that. Like Disney Plus and HBO Max have definitely been my top two. Like yeah, I'm. If I'm not watching Shang-Chi for the millionth time, uh, I'm like just perusing through Disney Plus, trying uh, finding more content. Because honestly, if it's not The Witcher or Stranger Things, I don't really care for Netflix. Netflix has, mm-hmm. has kind of just been meh for me mm-hmm. recently. Uh, and then the only other thing that I've been watching lately was like Euphoria, which is on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's so many other things on HBO Max that like I haven't even really had the time to like really dive deep mm-hmm. into the streaming service. But I just from like the splash pages alone, there's much more to enjoy, in my opinion, uh, from those two streaming services than any other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like um, I see Kim throwing out Apple Plus uh, here too. Apple Plus actually does have some pretty good content. I'd say they're they're def. I but here's the thing, I think Apple Plus is trying to copy the HBO format, especially with their with what they the kind of content they've been rolling out. Uh, DJ just re- highlighted a message in chat. Disney Plus has always felt like they hit the ground running with the acquisitions and the amount of enjoyable content with not just new IPs but old shows that you haven't seen since you were younger. Netflix has been clamoring to try and keep our attention just because they were the only ones out there for a while. I'd agree with that. Netflix really, they, they were the first, right? They were the first. Um, Blockbuster tried to compete with them, and it didn't work. And then we started getting things like Hulu, and originally it was HBO Go, and then we saw some like free services like Crackle and, and stuff like that come out of the woodwork, right? Um, which God were crackle. awful. That's a, that's a deep cut. They were awful. <laughs> Wait, you did, know. did you did you say Disney Plus was first? No, I said Netflix was. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I, don't, I misheard that. My mistake. I want I want to know who here actually uh, used to have Netflix back when they did the DVDs. Right here, this guy. You did. You did. Yep. Not me. Yep. I used it all the time. What can I, I say? Didn't, I, didn't I love movies. Yeah. No. Oh, surreal! Surreal said, "What's Blockbuster? Oh no! I oh, feel old. No. I feel old." Oh. Let, Damn, damn. I'm fucking 80, bro. No. (laughs) Man, I hate that she says that when I literally turn 30 in two weeks. (laughs) Dog. I feel I feel like that's troll. I feel like that's trolling, though. Yeah. You know, the last blockbuster ever in the world is actually in Bend, Oregon, which is just about four hours south from where I live. And it is now an Airbnb. Where you can walk around and pick movies off the shelves and watch them. Also, that is also so weird. Featured, featured in the hit movie uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it it's true. sure is. Yep, yep. What a time to be alive. Yeah, which is on Disney Plus. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I mean, look, look. All, all four of us, we're we're Marvel fanboys, so I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, and and we and we all love star wars too so i'm pretty sure that like disney plus is like up there for us i i know i can kind of speak for everybody in that regard um as in terms of of some of the the services that just ain't doing it right like what what like 
who do you think's like at the bottom of the list right now that's like really needs to pull out some stops and look at their competitors and, okay. and up so, the ante? If who are we including in this? Because like, are we are we include are we including like bottom tier? Obviously, poo poo streaming services Let, let's, like Paramount Plus and Peacock. Are we talking like yes, the primary it's everything. five? It's 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 everything. Like because like look. All of these subscriptions are starting to be shoved in our faces now. Mm-hmm. Like we got Paramount Plus going, hey, come to us. We're going to have Halo, which I know we're all going to want to watch Halo. So we're going to yeah, have I'm, that hold, I'm holding off on my uh, free trial. Yeah. The thing until is, Halo is comes you know, <laughs> I'm not like, see, I'm not a Halo guy. Like I'm not willing to go to Paramount Plus just for Halo as like mm. it, as, as a series. Like that's mm-hmm. definitely not a big enough draw for me. Like honestly, like piggybacking off of what you guys said uh, is obviously we all do this together we're gonna agree on most of this stuff um hbo max and disney plus like i would agree 100 percent. i feel like hbo max hbo max has done the best turnaround of a non-successful streaming service to make it yeah. a successful streaming like especially in like the oh like hbo the pandemic did wonderful things for hbo max like if there was any good thing we got out of that, it was like some of these streaming platforms fixing their shit, and uh, and HBO Max getting like all these exclusive deals with Warner Brothers really helped out their service. Um, all of the I would Disney Plus has, and in my opinion, the best original content right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with one hundred percent. Um, I I don't really I don't know about you guys, but I've used Netflix for very little these days. Yeah. Well. I, I would agree with that until like I actually recently started falling into a lot of the newer shows on Netflix and it's or like popular ones within the last year. Like I just finished Cobra Kai on Netflix and mm-hmm. that show is very, very good, like very good. Um, And I started watching the Ozarks recently and that show is also very, very good. Have you gotten um, to season two yet? uh no i'm i'm okay. nearing the end of season one on ozark right now but okay. i got a lot of catching up to do on that yeah um, i dropped off after the first couple of episodes of season two just a heads up oh the, yeah the thing that i found with netflix if if i may um the thing yeah. the thing that i found about netflix is you kind of have to like be paying really close attention to the to the ebbs and flows of netflix because it's like mm-hmm. they they're such a throw a grenade into the pit sort of like tactic like at all times. Uh, mm-hmm. So a lot, a lot of times you kind of have to like be paying closer attention to social media than you do the actual like Netflix like lineup because a lot of times it's like right now that show Archive 81 is getting a lot of hype. A lot of mm-hmm. fucking hype. That show that show's going off. Yeah. We've seen Sweet Tooth. We've 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 we've, we've seen Arcane. Like there's 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 so Squid Game. Squid Game, like we've seen, yep. we've seen social zeitgeist shows come out of Netflix. It's like absolute fucking bangers. Stranger Things, exactly. Like we, like th- they've they've made shows that have changed the course of how like, uh, you know, Western civilization like functions and communicates with each other. And and it's it's like you kind of have to just be paying attention to like what people are talking about on on the internet to really get those netflix gems because it's like dj obviously probably being facetious in chat is saying netflix has like four good things it's it's like they've they've had like 80 good things mm-hmm. that we that yeah. we could list off if we really like had a conversation about it but it, it's like like mm-hmm. the the argument is it, is netflix goaded because of such or like are they going to have the throne taken from them 
I, I, in like the throne can easily be taken from them because they come out with shit like Death Note and like Jupiter's Army legacy. of the Dead. Get <laughs> like, fucked. You know. Get fucked. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? They, they really are just all about throwing that grenade out there and just seeing what sticks. Yeah, you know, they really do They're... do a use a see what sticks tactic because the thing is, is when Netflix shows hit they hit mm-hmm. yeah like it is it, like they they def- definitely have like a very small gray area when it comes to their tv mm-hmm. shows and like original content well it's like even with the uh the marvel netflix shows like daredevil and punisher and jessica jones and all, all of those like made like some some of them weren't at re- as received as well as others like iron fist <laughs> but but daredevil was and punisher were two phenomenal shows and regarded Mm -hmm. as some of the best like uh quote-unquote televised series marvel content that's ever come out you know um that there there is a lot um there is a lot there and a lot offered through that program but uh again with garrick and and xander disney plus and hbo max they they just have the best content out there you know we got mm-hmm. things like with hbo we got godzilla mortal Kombat, dune um matrix even though it wasn't that great um and uh all and not only that but just the offerings of what hbo has in series content you know you got true detective you got westworld you know game of thrones you know the list goes on true blood like it you know kim uh, exactly fresh prince fresh prince is coming <laughs> you know it's like and and what kim's just said matrix was fine not great not that it was just fine you know it's it would have done better 10 years ago <laughs> but like true if you were if you were to list your top five streaming services what would they be xander let, let's go to you if you one through five. Oh man i don't even know if i have five uh okay three let's just like, do three yeah well, I, I do three i can do three like, it would That's definitely fine. be just it would be disney plus hbo max and then netflix yeah yeah okay yeah how about you garrick um mine would so just based off personal preference and just what i watch a lot of um, mine is actually going to be Hulu, even though we didn't even mention it at all today. I, I was waiting you. to talk about Hulu, actually. I, uh, I, but I, I like as far as like streaming platforms, I personally visit really frequently. Hulu's definitely the top for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulu and then HBO Max and then Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Or no, you got to you got a stake in this race um yeah i mean like it's it's hard for me because mine sort of like moves moves around pretty pretty proactively um Mm -hmm. i i still i'm still am very very active in the netflix boat so i will say i will say netflix has number one for me still but hbo Mm -hmm. max is is closely coming up at second uh where when Mm -hmm. i go through my daily looking for stuff to watch routine i'm hitting netflix and then immediately after checking hbo max um and then after that uh is actually amazon prime yeah yeah i'll I'll be honest i'm very deterred from amazon prime because of their ui i don't like yeah. it yeah i i think bad. it's yeah, yeah i think it's pretty some, bad the up. the amazon prime sort of hits for me it's it's my third choice because it's one of those okay if 
if I'm wanting to watch something more specific, like I have a general idea of what I want to watch, Amazon Prime is my go-to because mm-hmm. I can always check to see if it's just randomly free for Amazon Prime people um, mm-hmm. and just, just type it in really fast. Like, oh, I wanted to watch fucking ta- Taken the other night. Um, and I typed it in and saw that it was on there for free, watched it for free. I watched mm-hmm. almost the entire Mission Impossible movies the other night because I – Knew I wanted to watch Mission Impossible. Typed it in. Just so happened to be free on Amazon Prime. All of them up, mm-hmm. up until the last two. And the last two, I don't mind buying those because they're more recent. I, I actually enjoy those movies. So Yeah. I'm not saying the content they have is bad because, like, even some of the original content is really good. I mean, we were mm-hmm. we got graced with Invincible, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, I was actually also a fan of Upload on uh, on Amazon Prime as well. Oh, that one's kind of a funny one. I need to watch I, I – for me personally, it's that UI is just a deterrent because it just it doesn't run mm-hmm. that smooth and it looks really mm-hmm. bad. It looks like Xbox 360 when it first oh, came see, out. Oh, see, that, that, yeah. was, that was my point when I was saying that it's more of a, a straight shot for me because I also hate the UI on that. I also hate how, like, if you if you didn't finish an episode like 100% through the credits, it'll continue mm-hmm. to pop up on your continue to watch list. I hate it, but yeah. that's why I use it as more of a like I'm only opening this if I know exactly what I want to watch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've been buying every episode of like Law & Order SVU for the past like five years. Um, and so every time it pops up, I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, it'll be, that'll be on the top of my list. But that's it. That's it. Where's 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 uh where's that sound clip? We just need the Law and Order SVU. Bet, <laughs> bet, 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 say less, bet. So but like despite, any, anytime, anytime despite Amazon having like, oh, no, sorry, sorry, Xander, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say anytime Devin says some sus shit, we just dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like, despite Amazon having like a. Uh, probably my least favorite ui of what like the streaming services available today um they do have some unique features that i wish other streaming services did have mm-hmm. um primarily two things specifically that i feel like amazon does great there are there are channel offers that you can add on to your subscription uh mm-hmm. which is it's an additional price sure but you can literally add them and remove them as you wish to use them and it 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 broadly increases your availability to watch shows like Mm -hmm. we use stars and hbo and uh i think we have like paramount plus and peacock through our amazon prime account that's pretty like we've got it all bundled into one so it's still like it's still on one nice neat little bill and then we can just pick and choose the channels we want to add extra content if we want it so i do Mm -hmm. like that amazon does have like that pick and choose package option that you can pick up and another thing uh, that we were talking about this earlier, like Xander and I pausing shows to want to be able to look up actors and stuff. Amazon's the only streaming service that I'm aware of that has this. Uh, if I'm wrong, uh, hit us up in that fact check. Uh, but when you pause an Amazon original content or anything on their platform, it will literally pause that scene and show everybody listed in that scene, the character that they play. You can go down, click on that character. It will pull up their IMDb bio. Like you can, it brings up every information you might want to know about a character or somebody you might recognize in another show uh, mm-hmm. that I also wish every up, platform has. It also brings up other shows and movies that they have also acted in that are available on Amazon to watch as well. Yeah, it'll bring up recommendations in the sidebar when you pause it to look up the extra information. Like, that's an incredible feature I wish yeah. some of these other platforms had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, that, it, that, I agree with that because think about how many times you 
pull out your phone, you'll be like, I recognize that actor. What are they from? And then you go straight to like Daily. Google or I, yeah, like all the time, all the time. You're like, I, where are they from? I remember them being in something I like or like, I don't like that actor or actress. You know what I mean? What else were they in? The, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Exactly. You know, um, I find myself doing that a lot. Um, I, I fluctuate between services quite a bit. Uh, I will say that one of my favorite things about Hulu specifically um, and kind of HBO is they actually have Crunchyroll channels on there. So you get a ton yeah. of the Crunchyroll content without yeah. having to have Crunchyroll premium services. That's There's how I watch Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, exactly. That's how I've watched a lot of my shows. It's like um, I'm, I'm watching Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan and staying up to date on the newest episodes right now. I'm, I was watching them through Crunchyroll, but again, Crunchyroll's UI isn't that great either, you know? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I, I watch all these shows through Hulu because they get it at the same time, you know? Um, yep. if, 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 you know, going back to like kind of there being five, the reason why I wanted to say five, I'd, I'd say like my list goes, um, it, it's, I've, I'm going to count this as one and two because they're really like tied together for me, like HBO and Disney plus. I, I use those two the most right and now. And then mm -hmm. it's Pornhub. And then it's Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. I said, oh, man, man. baby, I just... let's go. Emotional oh, damage. Uh, oh, you want that one? Emotional <laughs> damage. Just wait, boys. I'm collecting. I'm collecting them now. Let's it's go. So just, just wait. So just good. wait until he finds out how to tie uh, the commands to sound effects with Touch Portal. Yep, oh yeah. Go. Just yeah. wait. Oh, just that's wait. what we need to do. That's what we need to do. But anyways, like so, yeah. Uh, Disney Plus, HBO tied one and two for me. Then Netflix. Then Hulu. Um, and, and then I would say Amazon for me. Um, mm -hmm. cause I do, I do use Hulu quite a bit. Uh, most recently their show yellow jackets was, I heard about that. Fire. I heard it's bomb. I've heard it's bomb. It's, it, yeah. uh, um, just make sure you are in a good state of mind and ready for things to be fucked up though, before you watch that show. Yeah. I remember um, seeing like a tagline or something like that. Uh, where it was like, um, oh, you thought squid game was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh. uh it is it is way more fucked up than squid games this okay. this is like hbo fucked up oh boy okay yeah. all right that's yeah. say less yep. yeah i'm here i'm sold i'm sold yeah so uh um, we like fucked up shit around here oh. but but dun, dun. i i will i will say this though it's uh i, I feel like the most <laughs> I'd, I'd say the most two reoccurring um services like in in especially in our top three really have been uh hbo max and disney plus i mean not disney plus uh netflix those have been the the two most reoccurring ones i feel like out of the four of us so far so i i'd say that like the those are kind of leading the way wouldn't you say that like as as a group yeah 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 uh with with I would say Netflix. Netflix is still objectively top dog, with mm -hmm. HBO Max close on its tail with some of the deals it's been getting. Uh, mm -hmm. But 2022 has the potential to be the year of Disney Plus. I agree, yeah. like 100 percent with that because um, we have the Ahsoka series, yep. we have the Obi Wan series, mm -hmm. we have uh, Moon Knight. 
we have Secret Invasion, we have uh, Miss Marvel, like <laughs> the list kind of goes on right there. Of, of yeah. And those are just the series. That's not counting the movies that are coming, whether they be 45 days after release or day one releases like like even movies coming 45 days after their initial release. That's still a big vibe right there because yeah. mm-hmm. it used to be six to 12 months on Netflix, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the, that's what I've loved that the pandemic has shifted those release times to like something. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're getting on streaming platforms the same day it would go to like its DVD mm-hmm. release, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like uh, you like I said when Netflix had that like six to twelve month rule previously. Mm-hmm. We'd sit there and wait for these movies to come out on, you know, physical release so we can rent them off of, you know, a provider of our choice. Blockbuster. I, yeah, Blockbuster. That's <laughs> such a big window, though. Like, like, just real quick. Like, let's just talk about that. Like, six to 12 months. That is a long time mm-hmm. for a title to lose hype. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. Especially, like, in, like, in, in an like with what we do with like the you know the content and pop culture news could you imagine like us not being able to see like the latest movie as when it came out in theaters for whatever reason and then like not being able to get our hands on it on a streaming service for a whole year yeah, yeah. like by the time we got around to watching it no one's going to give a crap like mm. shortening like that's like it's that's a yeah. big like that that window really makes up a difference like from the on the industry and end. also from from the business's standpoint too like the 45 days that that could potentially uh, help retention for those uh, subscriptions because exactly, like, yeah, like who's, who's going to, who's going to cancel, who's going to cancel it only to like re up it like the next week or something like that. Because like, Oh wait, I haven't used this in like the last like 20 or so days. Let me just cancel it. Oh wait, no, this thing's coming out in another 20 days. Shit. Uh, yeah. I'll just, hold, exactly. I'll just hold on to it. Like being able to go see Eternals in theater, knowing exactly like you, like you can go, you were able to go see Eternals in theaters, walk out of the theater that day, knowing exactly when it was going to be available on Disney plus for you to watch at home. Yep. And that's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I, would we just want to say the big three right now hbo max disney plus netflix yep yep, yeah they're they're the winners of uh, they're winning and and they're kind of setting the the pace and the tone for a lot of the other uh streaming services now this is this is our opinion uh personally this doesn't mean that this is factual although netflix has gotten to a point where they can charge 20 dollars a month now for their streaming service and people will still pay it which is insane to me. Like if you have Netflix, Disney plus Hulu and uh, HBO max and Amazon, that is a cable bill. Now it is no longer quote unquote cheaper than, than having cable anymore, but who the fuck wants cable? (laughs) I want to be able to watch what I want when I want. Like when I first moved uh, here, I literally was like on the phone with Xfinity for like a good hour, like explaining like, I want the bare bones minimum cable, but I want you to maximize Your internet. Best internet package available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, we don't have that as an available internet. package. I'm like, you can make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Job. Look, I have friends who work for Xfinity. I know that you can just get internet with good speeds without cable. Those people are trying to sell you something so they can make more money. That's yep. that's all tell that them is. what you want. Just tell them what you want. Yeah. Well, guys, I think we've come to conclusion here. So 
I am going to go over and check our fact checked page real quick and see if we got anything, which we have Ocean Shrine coming in. Ernell, thank you. Uh, Hideo Kojima was inducted into the AIAS Hall of Fame in 2016, being the only inductee of that year. So, yeah, what there a flex. Re reaffirming the fact that Hideo Kojima is a badass and a rock Goated. star. Goaded. Goaded. Please use our fact check channel in our Discord, which you can get to right here. If you have not yet joined, come hang out. We're in there all the time, honestly, like literally all the time. Like last all night, we had, we had like mm -hmm. four different like voice channels going on at the same time, and everybody was just bouncing between them pretty much. Yeah, which is great. I, I love yeah. saying hi to everybody, and I love everybody becoming friends. And uh, Xander's bully also wanted people to know that Xander has an OnlyFans through Good Kraken. <laughs> okay. All right. Just kidding, guys. Dun dun. <laughs> Emotional damage. So, what, Devin? What's our schedule? <laughs> yeah. So, our schedule Monday, the Spawnies live reaction at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Come hang out with us as we uh, react to Khalif Adams over at Spawn on Me. Tuesday, we will be doing our GK podcast, and uh, we'll be talking more about is Arceus the Pokemon future? I'll have more to say in depth Absolutely. on Tuesday. Perfect, perfect. Wednesday, it'll be Ocean Shrine story time with Horizon Zero Dawn finale. Thursday, we will be doing our Shipwreck Show live recording. Go over to patreon.com forward slash show where you can be a part of that. Now, um, Friday, we're going to be doing our regular scheduled programming of Splash Damage. And for that episode, we will be playing the brand new Dying Light 2. Let's hopefully, go! Let's go! Hopefully, there isn't an hour-long tutorial before you can play with your friends. But we will find out. <laughs> we will. We will. Yep, yep. I mean, I'll be doing it the night before. So, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Some of us one, have work. West Coast. <laughs> nine nine, nine o'clock on the West Coast. You'll be awake. You'll be awake. Yeah. 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 Uh, Saturday, we will also be doing another GK podcast. And we will be having our first guest of 2022. That'll oh. be Nikki Nanamani. So Nanami. please, Nanami. Nanami. Nikki Nanami is 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 just yeah. out here doing the fucking thing. I am so excited to have her on. I'm is that so inspired excited by Jujutsu Kaisen at all. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, I think so. I think so. Actually, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. She's you out know. here living that life too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. What's up? What's Hell up? Yeah. Hype, hype. Please let us know your thoughts about the streaming service that is just killing it right now, or let us know who is doing absolutely terrible and they're just dog trash. IMDb TV. <laughs> I was gonna say Crackle because they're still around. Tubi. No, Crackle. I'm pretty sure Crackle went under. <laughs> did it? Did it? Did it? Well, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern, and Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern right here at twitch.tv forward slash good show. If you've enjoyed the show, you can head on over to our patreon.com forward slash good show where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video services across 
the digital CR. Yar. Yar. Squawk. Squawk. You can also support us by going to you to our YouTube channel, clicking the beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken explanation point and leaving a review there. Until next time. Squawk. Squawk. You smell like a blockbuster. Squawk. <laughs>